Welcome into the Pylon Week 13 edition. Can't believe we only have five more weeks of this NFL Crazy. season left. But we are back after Thanksgiving break here on the Pylon Impact FM source for NFL talk here in the basement of Holden Hall. My name is J.D. Custer, your host for today's show. We got Oscar Anderson, Matt Corey, and Jack David along for the show. So, fellas, how are we doing? How, how was the Thanksgiving football along with your uh, great Thanksgiving food? Well, the Thanksgiving day for me watching football uh, wasn't too hot. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. great, great, great break overall. And uh, excited to be back talk some football here. I mean, Thanksgiving for Lions fans hasn't been good for, the, for seven years. Yeah, so. for honestly, just like Michigan fans. I mean, because we we don't talk about it a lot, but obviously we're on Michigan State uh, campus, so MSU lost right after the Lions lost. So I'm a, I'm, I yeah. feel bad for you guys. Was... My team didn't lose though. Yeah, the the, the standard is the standard. standard is, we listen, here. I. Summer I don't want four. to say that we're back, but God damn it, we're back. Listen, <laughs> we scored over 400 yards for the first time since 2020. With no Matt Canada, Canada has been thrown into the oblivion. I never want to see his face again. I don't think I'll ever have to see his face again. I'm riding high. We're 7-4. I mean, we're, we are, if you look, look at our schedule, I mean, 11 wins is not out of the question, which is just I can't bother this. But <laughs> we had a change of tune from like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, no, it's been a complete roll. Like last week, I remember I... I remember saying like well, not last week, last episode. I remember being like, "I, I'm going to lose my mind," and I was losing my mind. But now we're all good. I, we're back. We're back. Yeah, I mean, a lot of crazy football since we've been gone. I want to start off with the Thanksgiving game. Um, you know, we could talk. I mean, Cowboys and the 49ers game. That's the, those are two blots. I want to start off with the Lions because is there a little bit concern up in the Oscar? I'm going to start with you. And the uh, Lions lose 29-22 on Thanksgiving to a Packers team that. You know, I mean, you were favoring this game by seven and a half points. You were expected to win over your division rival at home, and you can't really get the job done. Oscar, is this? Are you a little concerned as a I, Lions fan like, right now? I don't know where to start with this game. Um, either the fact that Jared Goff has now had six turnovers in the course of uh, yeah, two games, which is absolutely absurd, or the fact that our defense continues to be at the bottom of the league, like it is almost every single year. Look, Aaron Glenn, great guy. Love him as a person. Not a good defensive coordinator. He's got to go. This has been way too long that we've been putting up with this. This team cannot go anywhere with this guy calling the defensive plays. And it's not like we have bad like defensive players on our team. This is bad play call. We continually treat like average wide receivers like they're some of the greatest in the world and play five yards off them and then give them 50 yards christian watson on the first play had a 50 yard bomb that's probably like the longest play green bay has had this entire season probably right. and not to mention that it we somehow did the impossible and made jordan love look like the second coming of aaron Rodgers in this game he's looked terrible all year and yet the one game he decides to go off is of course on our defense i i Aaron, I, Aaron Glenn's got to go, and Jared Goff, man, I really hope we do not pay him like some of these other quarterbacks are being paid because, man, we're really starting to see, like, I he's a great quarterback, but it's really, really hard for him to perform when it's out of structure. Who do when you want it, the quarterback to be next year? I Head I, hooker? I would, I would be fine with it still being Goff. It just depends on the numbers that he's being paid for us to be quarterback. I think if he's taking up, like, 20 to 20 if he's taking up like Patrick Mahomes amount of money or Joe Burrow type of money it that's an absolute that's an absolute steal I, I'm not an absolute steal but that's like 
that's or awful. Yeah. Like we should not be paying Jared Goff that type of money, especially with the way he's been playing these past couple weeks. We're really starting to see like he just cannot be that guy outside of structure. And I, I mean, that's the type of quarterback that you're going to need in the NFL if yeah, you want to like continually be successful. And I, I know we've built a great offense around him and he's really able to orchestrate that, but he, he's just not able to elevate it up to another level where he can play elite outside of whatever structure the play call is that uh, Ben uh, Ben Johnson calls. Mm-hmm. And that that's become a real issue now, as we can see. Again, six turnovers, probably should have been like seven or eight yeah. against that, including like two interceptions that were like clear pick sixes to the Bears. Like, it, it's been horrible these past two weeks. And I, I just... I don't know what to make of this game. I don't know what to make of this team anymore. Thank God our schedule is just Charmin Ultra Soft yeah, coming I in the next five out. weeks. I still think you guys are going to finish 12-5 and five at the yeah, worst. Like so. at, at worst. Maybe we drop one game to the Vikings. We're definitely losing the Cowboys uh, in Dallas. That's, I don't know if I'd say that. Uh, I'd, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the Cowboys if they're if we still think they're fraudulent or not because we've I, been saying I, they're fraudulent I, the last couple weeks. I, I think their defense is very questionable still, but that offense is probably going to put up 50 points yeah. on us if we're being completely honest uh, here. Probably. You know what? If if both offenses are just moving the ball, that game might be... Yeah. I mean, put the under-over on that game at like 50. Yeah. I'm I'm Tired. slamming the over on that game, yeah, if so. anything. But, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I'm just... I, I just... I don't know what to make of this team right now. I want to see how they can, you know, sort of bounce back um from this rough two week stretch mm-hmm. they have it didn't help that after one of our worst games that we played on the year we had to play three days later on thursday so um hopefully i mean this extra rest that they're gonna get uh coming into sunday hopefully they can figure something out but i i'm i'm very very scared right now about the detroit lions um i wanted to bring up just this is my excuse for why we lost um <laughs> I'm, I pulled it up here. It says the Lions have not won a Thanksgiving Day game when the moon is in waxing gibbous. Oh, I, did I saw that. this. Yeah. Since the NFL and AFL merged, and they're 0 and 12 coming. That damn waxing Shout out Jay Cutta or is Jay Kuda. That Cuda. guy is yeah, a great I, follow. He, he <laughs> electric, just random electric stuff. Twitter follow. So I mean, that's just a random. But yeah, I so, did see that. And that's actually know, crazy. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Thanksgiving games for the Detroit Lions in general. Um. You know, moon phases aside, but on a real note, I do think that these last two games, even last three games, if you want to bring up that Chargers game, have been uh, concerning. Our defense since week seven has been dead last in the NFL. Yes, and I have kind. I it kind of brings me back to the trade deadline decisions or lack thereof that they made, um, and. I understand. I understand the idea of trying to keep this group of guys because they think that this is the team, but in reality, it's not the team yet. There's a lot of parts that they need. There's a lot of depth depth pieces that they need to build, especially on the defensive end. They've lost some guys to injury, and it's showing very badly. Mm-hmm. And um, all they got out of the trade deadline was uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. So yeah, also, has he I, really like done anything? No, no, he hasn't. Also, I would like to mention Jerry Jacobs 
Get ready to learn French, buddy. You're going oh. to the CFL, man. You're going to the CFL. This guy gets burnt every week <laughs> consistently. I hate seeing Jerry Jacobs on the field every time. It's so annoying. This guy, just yeah. Get ready to learn French, buddy. Get ready to learn French. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, to- what's crazy though? Green Bay probably going to be a playoff team. Because yeah, I mean, look at, at the, look at they beat Kansas City this Sunday night. They're scheduled. They're at the Giants. Um, that they host the Bears once, and then they got a few other like very soft opponents, I believe. Like, there's a decent chance for them to make the. If playoffs. you look at the NFC playoff spots minus uh, the division winners, you have three of them. One of them is going to be the Cowboys, and then you have two to go between the Vikings, Packers, Rams, and maybe like the second place like NFC South team. Those are, I mean, I, I think the, I think this, that, uh, the Thanksgiving game could be a possible playoff game. I think there's a chance, there's a world oh, where that, that happens. Oh, I don't God. know if you guys, would, you guys probably. I don't want to see right. this team again. I don't want to see Green Bay again for the I rest do. of the year. I don't want to see them again. <laughs> I do want to see them again. Hey, it's, think, t- it's tough. It's I mean, tough for them to lose at home to Green Bay twice. I feel like we beat them four times in a row. The first time we played them at Green Bay. It was 34-20, but it was pretty much dominant start to finish by the Lions. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened on Thursday, but I do think, I mean, looking forward, I think they're going to come out swinging against the Saints uh, yep. with a lot of rest and hopefully a new uh, scheme. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I I am a little worried, but I'm not too worried because I was never really – um, my goal for this year, I said it at the beginning of this podcast, I think, was to win a playoff game. Which it's, I think that should happen. It's still in the realm. That it's happen. still possible. I think we're going to even but, still probably end up hosting a playoff game. If the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The playoffs started today, you guys would play the Vikings. So. Yeah, because this team is not built to win the Super Bowl yet. Yeah, I mean, look, Oscar mentioned the schedule. You're at the Saints. That's a very winnable opponent. You go to the Bears, winnable. Denver, the the, the Red Hot Broncos, which we'll talk about in a second. That game, that game should be a lot of fun because I, I actually I saw something not really like not really uh, Lions related, but MSU plays Baylor at the exact same time as the Lions. Yeah, yeah. I'm in that's both be a day in Detroit. In Detroit. Who would have thunk? I, that's a good idea. No, it's, I it's, don't know who thought that was a good idea. Um, I'm gonna try and go to this Lions game on Saturday now, considering it is a Saturday. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know who decided to schedule this. this I don't was... think the NFL gives a you know what about, about <laughs> yeah. college basketball because they know they the NFL's king and they'll yeah. get the ratings over that. But yeah, you got the Broncos at home at the Vikings at Dallas. That should be a really fun game. Um, at I think it's a Monday night game, and then you host the Vikings. So you got the Vikings twice. I mean, there there are some tough opponents, but I feel like the Lions should be able to take care of business in some of these games. So speaking of the Broncos. They're red hot right now. They're six and five now in the twenty nine to twelve win over Cleveland, the Deshaun Watson list Cleveland Browns. But this is a team that their defense has been playing better. Mm-hmm. Russ, Mr. Unlimited, has actually been much better. He hasn't really thrown for the passing yards, but he hasn't turned the ball over as much, and he's looked much better. And it just proves that coaching matters and Sean Payton has actually done a really good job. Yeah, I was gonna say Broncos Sean Payton team. has completely turned this team around yeah. this season. Yeah. I I mean, I clearly the Nathaniel Hackett mess last year must have been like way worse than we thought, mm-hmm. considering the start that this team 
uh, got off to at the start it's the of the same year. team that lost by 50 yeah. to Miami. They let up 70 points 70, to the Miami Dolphins. 7-0, that's 10 touchdowns. <laughs> Which I... It, this is a completely different team than that 70-point team. Uh, the defense is starting to play like I thought they were going to play this year. This is still a really good defense um, outside of the 70-point game. They've been absolutely phenomenal so far this year. And like you said, Rush, is uh, he doesn't have the throwing yards, but again, he's not turning the ball over. He's been really great uh, when he has had to throw the ball. They're starting to run the ball a lot more with Javante Williams and Samaj P. Ryan. Um, and Russell Wilson's getting a lot more mm-hmm. uh, active in the run game as well and that seems to be a really big key for uh this denver team is that they're really able to lean on their defense again and uh have them able to perform and this offense again is consistently getting into the end zone and they they beat a really good uh they beat a really good cleveland's defense put 29 on them yeah, too which there is you go. really yep. impressive do we think they can make the playoffs because if i'm looking at this wild card picture right now including the teams that are already in steelers browns colts texans broncos bills all those teams, especially with how the Bills looked. I mean, I know they are the most inconsistent team in the league, but they nearly beat Philly, so we have to put them in that conversation. The, the Do we think Denver can team, make it? Man. The thing is, oh. I think it is possible. Yes. It's just... the and They play Houston, so that, they that's They play a big, Houston, so I mean, if they right can there. win that game, they're going to have a lot of more... They're going to have a lot more control over their playoff destiny uh, than yes. they will if they lose that game. But then you also think they play... San Diego, they play Los Angeles twice. Those can, I mean, be two winnable games. I'm sure Sean Payton can outcoach Brandon Staley. I mean, I, I, I would I say. I could outcoach Brandon Staley. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think those are two winnable games. Obviously, the Detroit one going into Ford Field is really tough, but then they also have a game against the Raiders and the Patriots. Like, they have a, they have a, winnable schedule outside of like one or two games maybe and I'm I mean I think it's I think it's definitely possible for them to make a playoff push look at the AFC with, playoff picture you got it, the it's Browns a mess. who are like the Browns without Deshaun Watson they're not gonna yeah what I, yeah, I don't see yeah, them winning a lot about? more games I still think games. they'll make it but Joe Flacco is starting this week by the way yeah I just Joe Flacco the Colts I mean is gonna start I hate Colts you got you got the Titans coming up I mean maybe they can sneak in and the Steelers, I think they can get in too. Um, I'm just looking at the. I, there's definitely a reason that, that the Broncos can get in, really. and you got the Texans behind them too. Texans are. Uh, uh, CJ yeah. Stroud still Let's, playing really well. CJ Stroud, give him the MVP. Not to mention, him. Colts are also up there too at six and five as well. Yeah, yeah. Mania is playing somehow. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he's yeah. playing. He's playing really great football right now. So this is yeah. This yeah. is crazy. And like. Do we say the Raiders are five and seven? So not the Raiders, but so yeah, I would say the Bills up. You look at the standings; like all those teams can make the playoffs. The Bills I, got a point differential like plus one hundred. One hundred and one. I'm I looking. That's at it right actually now. crazy. That's crazy. How do they get they, this? It's because well, those teams that they just like absolutely stomped on those for like last week two week, week three week weeks. four they won 38 to 10 37 to 3 and 48 to 20 it's those there wins you go. it's those right. wins not to mention a 32 to 6 pounding that too. against the jets uh yeah and when they lose they don't lose by a lot they don't like they lose in I, bad fashions but they don't lose, lose by a lot i feel like there's such a like i've seen a lot about is are the bills a good team or are they a mediocre leaning towards bad team and i I don't know know. i don't know i think with the way this team is built they are mediocre to bad team especially because i don't think they've emphasized enough on like 
you know, putting people around Josh Allen that can make him better. Um, I they really have not focused on the offensive side of ball of the ball in the offseason, nor has, in the draft whatsoever. I like really outside of Stephon Diggs. Yeah, Scott. All he has is Stephon Diggs, and even Stephon Diggs is agitated and yeah, doesn't really seems like he doesn't really want to be there. Yeah. So um, I I like I think this is just I think it was just bad roster construction by uh Brandon Bean. Buffalo. And yeah, I mean I un, I, I I understand it, right? Sean McDermott is a very defensive minded coach. Like he's gonna want to build up the defense and really focus on that. But is that really the guy who you want coaching your team when you have a really great quarterback, a generational talent at quarterback, and you're focusing a lot more on defense than you are uh, on the offensive side of the ball and not giving him the weapons that he needs to succeed. It's kind of what the issue we're seeing with Kansas City only. I mean, their defense has played significantly better than Buffalo has, and yeah. they haven't been uh, banged up as much as Buffalo has either. But, I, I mean, yeah, I. it's so hard to figure out what this – Bills team is if they're good or if they're like mediocre, but I I would I would lean on more of the side of mediocre because yeah. of just how this roster is built and I I think it's just I think they need to really take a long hard look at themselves and sort of I think restart. Would, I think it would be a bad thing if they made the playoffs because I agree they need I if they haven't already started doing it now I mean they fired Ken Dorsey so it seems like to some extent they started to look at themselves and like figure out what they need to fix like within the team and if you make the playoffs that's going to kind of put a band-aid on it and i feel like they wouldn't make as many changes as they need to yeah like sean mcdermott i don't know if he should be the coach of this bill next year there's a ceiling to him it feels yes. like there's a especially if it doesn't make the playoffs yeah. i mean and he's hit that ceiling and we mentioned it last week where his uh his legacy is going to be not getting the ball in that afc championship game so, yeah, I was it was AFC Championship. It was a game? it was a divisional, divisional but game. like Thank you. Okay. people assumed whoever won that divisional would probably make it to the Super Bowl because well, it was that was to go play Cincy. Yeah, so maybe maybe not. But yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I would I would be stunned, but I feel like Sean McDermott's job is safe <laughs> unless they free fall. And I still think they're a good it, team. It's hard. Not it's hard for like it's hard for a team, especially like Buffalo, to fire someone who's been so successful. Especially considering their history, it's just a very unsuccessful franchise. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it, it obviously is hard to like you know fire someone who's brought you know you guys to the playoffs consistently and an AFC Championship at one point, thirteen seconds away from going to another one. But like at the same time, I think you really have to like take a look at yourself and be like this is i i don't think they can look at themselves and say this guy's going to be the answer because i know who they should hire as their coach if they were to fire Sh sean mcdermott who assuming this guy leaves it are you are you gonna say who i think you're gonna say Jim harbaugh oh i, I was thinking <laughs> really? more dable but <laughs> okay i actually well dable would make more sense i'm kind of joking i i'm on the jim harbaugh to chicago train but it feels like every year we hear something about Jim Harbaugh leaving good. the I NFL. Think it's and be he this never year. Especially if they win a championship, we're we're going to college football right now. Uh, so sorry about that. But if they win a championship, I think he's gone. And imagine him in Buffalo. Like he he's he always like he'll get his quarterback. Uh, I think he could turn him right around. But yeah, that won't happen. He's I'm just a good saying hypotheticals. Coach, but yeah, that's a different. I uh, I don't. I I personally. 
as much as I don't like him, I, I want him in Chicago. I think he's yeah, going to be a like Chicago. Kind of a it makes like a lot that. of sense. It makes so much sense. Especially if they draft Caleb Williams. Yeah, I mean, sign me up because, I mean, I kind of want him out of Michigan. And and he would, oh man, I, I just he would turn the Bears around so fast because he's a winner. and He's done it everywhere he's gone. He but enough Jim Harbaugh talk. I want to talk about the Carolina Panthers because this franchise, we didn't touch on <sighs> oh, it because yeah, they Reich. fired Frank Reich during it was last week or something, and the owner David Tepper comes out and he like is dressed in the media and he's talking about how people or a lot of the coaching staff wanted C.J. Stroud and the other one wanted uh, Bryce Young. They're a mess. C. Uh, David Tepper is he might go down. He's probably one of the worst owners in the NFL right he now. He has to be the worst Sucks. now because I don't know what we're doing. I mean, <laughs> this guy, poor Frank Reich. He wanted Stroud in the first place, and you only give him eleven games with a already bad. Doesn't matter about the quarterback. He, already a bad roster. You only give him eleven games, and then you fire him. I know you're eleven and ten, but like, you know, credit oh where God. credit is due. At least they like have an owner who's like, uh, you know, like cares about the team a little Shout bit. Shout out Marshall like, Fork. Huh? Shout out Marshall Ford. Yeah, like at least like at least he's showing that like he has some care about this team. Is it like good care whatsoever? Absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. This guy is like made a lot of horrible decisions so far. It's uh, okay to in his owner tenure, but it's okay to think that like in the draft uh, process that Bryce Young was better than Shroud. Obviously, it was wrong, but the consensus, not the consensus, but the majority of people took. Bryce over Shroud, myself included. But it seems like he's just firing Frank Wright as a scapegoat at this point. Because it has to be, yeah. It it, it was who, who are they gonna get? I it mean, was Tepper's decision to pick up Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Like Frank Wright I, wanted I know Shroud. he said he wanted CJ Stroud, and then Tepper was like, No, we're gonna pick Bryce Young, and now he's the making Frank Wright lay in the bed that Tepper made, and now Frank Wright's getting fired. It is it makes no sense to me, like how this like. And who's going to want to come coach this team now? Because you know that you have an owner. If you want to make the right, de- if you want to make the right decision, like Frank Wright would have, if he got the say and they uh, drafted Shroud, you can make the right decision. Tepper could still uh, outrule you, and then when he's wrong, you're the one that gets fired. I, so I, Dave, David Tepper is treating this more like a business than it is an NFL team. Do we know what he did before he, he like, bought the? He he's seeing it as he made a bad investment, and now he has to get rid of it and start all over again. Uh, when you, excuse me, did you have you guys seen like the Panthers were six and two in 2018? They lost to the Steelers on Thursday Night Football when Tepper bought the team. They went into a complete free fall. I think they've oh, their remember been like that twenty game. something, and they they have not been the same since that game. Oh, since I we remember blew them out. that. Oh, no, no, that slacking you guys oh, gave that game. them. That's one of my favorite games ever. <laughs> oh my gosh, with Juju Panthers. and Antonio. And, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, I completely for, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, it's so much worse now. Yeah, this is now that you bring that up. This like makes this ten times worse because they were. They looked really good that year. Cam Newton was still like, yeah, huh? And they fired Ron Rivera. I think that seems season. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. That was the end of Cam Newton's career. Practically. <laughs> Pretty much we, was. We ended the Carolina Panthers. If You know what? You should title this. The Steelers ended the Carolina Panthers. Because that's what I, that's we really did. That's a great did. title. I might do I, that. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where the Panthers can go at this point. I mean, they have some good pieces, I guess. But, like, if you look at their overall roster, like, they – this is not a talented team no. whatsoever. I I mean, I not only could you not expect Bryce Young to really not 
do much this year because of what they gave him, which was pretty much nothing. But like now they have to completely reset, get a new head coach, and now we're going to have to go through another uh, learning process for Bryce Young, learning over, uh, learning under another head coach. And yeah, this yeah. this thing seems like a mess. And they don't even have their first round pick. And oh, yeah. So they can't even really improve their team um, because they Not, wouldn't have the number one yep. overall pick. But they decided to trade that away uh, last year for really Bryce Young. David so. Temper. Guess where he uh, was born and was raised? It was Michigan, wasn't it? It was Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Wow. Look at that. How about that? Well, Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> okay. I, I, he's, he's, he's a billionaire hedge fund. I don't know why he's owning a football team. Because he has money, so he can just yeah. do it. I think but he just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> I think he really just ruining his Panthers, Panthers and then ruin them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he really did not come in with any, like, NFL ownership, like, no, edge, it doesn't. Like, idea of I'm what looking it's... through his Wikipedia. It's all about his business career. I don't think he has anything... Like prior to this, like he owns the Charlotte Charlotte FC, he has no like sport experience. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, Crazy. Carolina Carolina fans, if you're listening out there, we know how it feels to have crappy owners. Thanks for DJ um, Mora in the biggest fleecing. Yeah, yeah in a that long time. too. Um, but hey, yeah, it's it, nice to fleece a team for once. Yeah, you know it. It owner owners only last for so long. Um, maybe he'll have a change of heart like uh, Sheila Ford did. But uh, yeah, it, 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 we we've been there before. We know how it feels, and uh, it, it's a it's a long road. It's a long road. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the, the Bills Eagles. That was the game of the week in week number twelve. Uh, Josh Allen three thirty nine for two touchdowns and one interception. Hurts three uh, two hundred yards, three touchdowns and a pick. To these teams, I mean, look, the Bills. I mean, almost beating this team on the road in overtime. And that was really, I mean, a pretty good showing from both teams, but. It's just the Bills can't close out a game. Like in the, the Eagles, I like this Eagles team a lot. I mean, obviously their record speaks for itself, but they've I, there's just something about them I that I'm a little concerned about. Little Maybe off. it's like their I wouldn't say it's their offense, but the Kansas City game. I mean, their, their play calling was a little concerning, and then this one. I mean, what are your overall thoughts on this game? Um, I mean. I, you go first. I think they need a lot of help right now on their back end defensively. Um, they've given up a lot of points uh, defensively, especially through the air. Uh, they've given up a lot of yards. Um, their their front their front seven is absolutely amazing, but it can only they can only do so much if your back end is just not, not performing to, to the it, level yeah. that it should. And right now, the back end of this uh, the secondary for this Eagles defense is not performing really well, and it's sort of keeping them into these really close games. And, I mean, we've been seeing it with the offense, too. They have had really bad first halves um, for the past two weeks, and it's dug themselves in quite a hole. But this this team just – I don't. they just refuse to lose, man. Well, I don't know. I don't, Jalen Hurts is one of the greatest leaders I've probably ever yeah. seen in my lifetime. I would run through a wall for that guy. He is just – so good and he comes in time and time again and leads this team to victories that yeah. they probably should not have like the discount discount his stats during this game or throughout this run the fact that he's been able to like get them out of these games is absolutely phenomenal yeah and i like it obviously they- i don't think he should be the mvp candidate but there if there was like if there was like a best leader award 
in the NFL, mm-hmm. he'd be unanimous on it. Like Probably. he'd be that he he'd be the winner one thousand percent this year. And it would it I'd be surprised if someone else voted for someone else. Yeah. Well, I think oh, oh sorry, you go first. All right. Um I think uh kind of like you touched on we haven't really seen this team play a full game of football, it feels like. I feel like the first half has always been kind of sluggish and not their best, and then that second half, they just come out swinging every game. I don't know how they keep doing it, but... Coaching. I, um... That does cause for concern, I mean, come playoff time. I still think that this team is my Super Bowl... I mean, it's probably a lot of you've people's been, Super Bowl I mean, front runner, You've been riding that the entire year, so... Um, but I still, I still think that getting finishing a game is still a huge part of a team. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't care how you get there. It's about the final score at the end of the day. Exactly. And that was kind of what I was touching on earlier with the Bills. They, People say they were kind of talking about it during the broadcast at the game that the Bills arguably, like point differential, are in that regard, I think, are a "Quote unquote better team, not better, but you know what I mean. Like a better, if you uh, if you stacked up the point differentials, they would be higher than yes, Philly, yes. yeah. But I think just such a huge part of it is like the Bills' record is what it is because they can't close out a football game. Philly can Philly close can out a football game. Close out a football game in many different ways. I mean, you saw against the Bills, just one of the most unbelievable field goals I've ever seen, <laughs> and yeah. they just find ways to get it done. Is that Field goal maybe a little bit of luck. I don't know. But I think that just being able to get – it doesn't have to be pretty. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, great teams can just find ways to win games, and that's what they're consistently doing. I have no I'm, I have no worries with the Eagles because, sure, maybe they are offensively not as great as they were last year. They're still going to get that first-round bye. I mean – I still think they're the favorite, probably to win the Super Bowl at this point. Yeah, I, I, mean. I, I see. I could see the flaws, some of their flaws, but they just keep winning these games, and they can close out a game better than anybody in the league. I don't have any and issues with them come playoff time. The thing with this team too is like they know they're not playing their best football right now. Yes. Like you hear Jalen Hurts after every game, he's like, I, I like. We should not be in this situation. Fair enough. I, I feel like, like if, if if they had the number one offense and defense, Jalen Hurts would still be like, you know what? We still got to get better. That's good. <laughs> no, that's what but leaders like do. It, it feels, it feels, I, I like, I feel like it's more out of a sense of like they know they should be like, yes, like especially know, in those first halves, they know they have to be better and they know that they can do it. It's just we have to like, I, I want to see at least like. I can appreciate that they're accountable of the fact that like they know they have to play better in these first halves mm-hmm. and like they know that they like should not have to put themselves in this situation every weekend and week out yeah. which I can appreciate and like but like I think it's still just again like you guys said it's great that they are just continuing to win and I I would really I would not want to catch this team on its good day if no. this is what their off days are looking like like this team on a good day is just going to be so good and i i really hope they can figure it out soon because i mean if they can the this team like you guys have been saying is the clear-cut super bowl favorite at that point if you look at their next three games san francisco which we'll get into those picks later go to dallas go to seattle so 
massive games. Yeah, really big games. And then you, you look at the last three games that they play that they've played: the Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys. What a like what a gauntlet of games these guys are have to go through. And yeah, I I I have no it's doubt uh, that they'll win two out of the next three. It's a good thing they get a. They get a nice little uh, three yeah, week bye week say, here at the end of the year. <laughs> the nice Giants, three week Cardinals, week. and then the Giants again. <laughs> They're probably they might rest Jalen Hurts for all three games. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Like if yeah. they if they end up winning these next three weeks and then lock up the NFC. Yeah, uh, they, they'd NFC be thirteen and one East, at that point. Yeah, yeah just you set them the last three games. You're gonna win those games yeah. probably. Last game I want to touch on in Week Twelve is no other than the Bears Vikings because. Just Got real it. quickly, I don't want this game was awful. You had to be a pure sicko to watch this I game. I watched this whole. I am sorry. Game. I am so sorry for you because wow. this I game don't was know for you to do how I did it, but I watched this whole oh, yeah. game. Twelve to ten winners. Uh, Bears for the first time since this is the in the Bears history first time since 1993 winning a game without scoring a touchdown. That's such a that's such a. Someone said that to me uh, the other week. Who's a Bears fan? And I was like, that's like got to be. The most saddest stat of a win. That's such a bear I've stat right heard. there. Like um, that's yeah. the Vikings have not given up a touchdown in the last two games. They've yeah, lost both those games. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> crazy. I, I mean, uh, when Fields fumbled the, that ball twice, it's like, all right, I've had enough with this guy. He's I, my dad was texting me. It's Caleb Williams time, and he leads them down. The, hey, give credit to Fields. He led them down the there you down go. the down the field in that last drive. I feel so. He just did not play that well. Yeah, um, I I was gonna say because I feel like this game is like just unleashed such a interesting conversation about what the Bears should do at quarterback because I I think everyone knows Matt Eberflus is a dead man walking. He's gonna get fired. Oh yeah. I think by the end of this year, but like it that again like has begged the question and it's like really split people i feel like on like they should keep on whether or not they should keep justin fields there's like the one side that says you have you should keep him um he's not had a good coaching structure yet let's give him one more year if they can get the right coach in and see what he can do if with the right coaching structure and then obviously there's the other side that says we have the number one pick we have a chance to get Maybe one of the greatest generational talents in Caleb Williams mm-hmm. in this draft. I I like you can trade Justin Fields for like good value and like yeah. restart pretty much. But like I, I'm interested to hear like what you guys think and like which field are you guys in for the Justin Fields? Uh, See, I mean, look, Fields played really well against the Lions. Played really well, and they somehow still lost that game, which I'm still kind of upset about. <laughs> I was really mad after that game. I'm telling you, but <laughs> you should have. Vikings lost that take game. a step back. Look, I mean, this is he's kind of fighting for his professional career here. I mean, these these next these next I think it's five or six games is really going to tell a story about how's how's this guy going to do, and are they going to move on from him, and pick up his option, or are they going to go draft Caleb Williams? So for me. I still think they need to go draft Caleb Williams because I feel just hasn't shown me enough to either stay healthy or, you know, play a competent full 60 minutes. I just, I haven't seen it from him this year, even though, I mean, he played really well against Denver and Washington. He plays well against the bad teams and the bad defenses. Um, and As any NFL quarterback should do. So. <laughs> I mean, I have not seen enough from him. I haven't seen the sample size that, hey, we need to, Give this guy an extension, not draft Caleb Williams, who could be a generational talent. And we, I just, 
As of right now, like, I don't. I really. I just want to select Williams. The the thing is with me though, like especially if you guys end up bringing in Jim Harbaugh as your head coach, theoretically. Theoretically, I I think you have to keep Justin Fields mm. at that point. I I don't see. Uh, for one, I don't see Jim Harbaugh wanting to go to a complete restart team. I think he's going to want some foundation of a, you know, Super Bowl contending team if he's going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, Justin Fields is the type of quarterback that Jim Harbaugh like absolutely loves to have. I just think it's been too long. I think I I, don't know. I like he's been he's been with that organization I, organization since 2021. He's played the majority of the games he's been but like, with that team. At the same time, who has been his coaches over the past really bad coaches, three but years? Still, it's been like, Matt Eberflus and Matt Nagy. It's been bad. Which is, yeah. yeah. I feel bad. No one would I say those think, are two legitimate head coaches in the NFL. I think it, it's a mutual agreement at the end of the season. Let's part ways. I think Fields could, especially with all of these quarterback injuries, I think he could go somewhere else and get another starting opportunity and depending on the situation, maybe make some of it and come back and be a starting quarterback in the league. Uh, and I think the Bears just, yeah, they just need to move on and go draft Caleb. And yeah. if we're if we're going to the, the back to that Jim Harbaugh hypothetical, I think um, Caleb Williams would also be a very good fit for a coach that's good with quarterbacks such as Harbaugh. Yes, I feel I like they could do without fields if they ben but I, I I would I think that you know, Fields is uh, Fields' his best ability right now has been his ability to run, yeah. and like we saw, what Har- Harbaugh basically revolutionized yeah, the Colin hybrid Kaepernick. running back with Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Like this is the type of guy that if you give them to Jim Harbaugh, he's gonna become one of the best QBs in the NFL. I think. Maybe. Like I, I, I think it'd be, I, I think it'd be crazy for them to take a chance on someone like Caleb Williams and not know if he's going to work out or not. I mean, chances are he probably is, but like you know you have you know you have someone who can be a legit guy in Justin Fields, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And like I I think it'd be crazy to just say, "Yeah, no. We're we're going to walk away with you even though we got probably one of the best NFL coaches on the market there That's- is." I I, I just think that that's would be tough. I think that I mean, would be crazy to that's do. That's tough because I, I I do agree. I think Harbaugh could fix Fields, and, but it's going to take him some time. And I think at that point, I, I and then not to mention that they also have what right now the number one and number five pick. So you trade the number one pick and get the haul that you got from Carolina. You can probably get that everybody's going to be wanting because everyone's going to want it. It's Caleb Williams, and then you draft. Keon Coleman or Marvin Harrison Jr. If Marvin Harrison Shanu, Jr. decides, Brock Bowers, yeah, like Joel, you give him, yeah. you give him another legit wide receiver threat outside What's your of guys DJ biggest Moore. Need, would you say biggest need right now? A that's a good question. Probably, I mean, they just got Mata Sweat, who's actually been really, really mm-hmm. solid. Um, I mean, probably right. What second wide receiver? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Marvin Harrison Marvin's with T.J. Moore, that'd be, like, unreal. I don't think Marv would be there at five, though. I think no, he'd be yeah. there at five. Maybe, I, maybe I you think could trade back and get the, Keon Coleman. The thing is, the quarterback DJ. class this year is so stacked mm-hmm. that the mock drafts are just going to have, like, four quarterbacks going in a row in the first four picks, right. I feel like. From people trading up, yeah. Yeah. I Like, I feel like this is going to be the the first, the top five is going to be four quarterbacks and then Marvin Harrison Jr., 
Who who are the four quarterbacks? I I, Drake May, I know Williams. two. Drake May, Caleb Williams, and then I I think you could make the argument for Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. as well. I don't know about Bo. I think I think Jaden could maybe maybe. And then even still, you Bo. have Penix in that field too. That'd be a big time reach to get Jane Daniels at like number five. I think so. I, 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 I think I think it'd be a higher chance the team would fall in love with JJ McCarthy and take him that high than take Bo Nix that high. I don't know. No. I mean, I I I don't think I I get how old they are, obviously, and that's a big concern for a lot of people. And, but I think right now what we're seeing is is that a lot more older quarterbacks are going to be coming out of the draft, mm-hmm. and that you can't really like you can't really put age their age into uh, your thought process on whether or not they're a great QB. Cause like, you know, they have the experience yeah. at QB and Bo they're playing in the these best quarterback in, in college football yeah. this year for sure. Yeah. But when you take that high of a pick, you want maybe a prospect. Cause I think we are probably seeing Bo Nick's ceiling. Probably. I mean, maybe he can go somewhere great, but, that's a pretty high ceiling, though. That's true for Bo Nix. So it's, it's, this it's is how, a ceiling. How, that's that's a pretty good what, ceiling. What do these teams want from their from their drafted quarterbacks? You want a high ceiling. You want somebody that can. It depends on the situation. There's a yeah. lot of nuance to it. Yeah, I, I uh, agree. I don't know. I just thought it, I thought the whole Justin Fields whether he should stay or not has just been such an interesting conversation. This we'll past, see what they do this past week. And also, I mean, I think edge rusher is also a big need for this team. Uh, I can't. The guy from UCLA late. Laitu uh, Laitu is that? Yeah, how you he's say his he's name? awesome. He has some very good edge rusher. Is uh, JT Tuapalotau going to come out? You think from uh, Ohio I State? So. Uh, JT so. will come out. Jack Sawyer also should come out. He's Jared Verse from Jared Verse, uh, Florida Alex State. Turner. There are some edge, and there's probably some edge guys we don't even know right now. I think there's one from Notre Dame who's like really really good from too. Notre I'm Dame, sure. St. Juiced, I want to say is his name. St. Juiced. The only yeah, St. Juiced I can think of is the Benjamin St. Juiced. There's a lot of. From, I mean, I I think edge rushers also. I mean, pair him with Montez Sweat, any one of them, that'd be nasty. really good. It's nasty. Um, because the Bears are kind of. I mean, they got Jalen Johnson if they extend him, but we'll have to see. I, I just I don't know if they're going to move on from Fields or not. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do there. Um, any any other NFL news we want to talk about? Headlines before we get into the picks. Mm. I I no, not that I can think of. Yeah, I mean it's. We're already diving because we're only like five weeks out of the playoffs. It's going to be crazy. We got a lot more stuff to talk about. So we're going to get into the picks, I guess. I want to start off with the Lions going to the Superdome to take on the New Orleans Saints. Lions are a four point favorite. I'm going to take the Lions to get a, have a bounce back spot here. The Saints are just not a good team. I know that they're winning at the Superdome is kind of tough. I'll take the Lions. This game just screams to me that. For whatever reason, Chris Olave is just gonna go for like 150 like, yards and two touchdowns good. on us, um, because Jerry Jacobs will be shadowing him the whole game. Um, he's he, I I'm pretty sure he's not gonna play because he has a concussion and, um, yeah, NFL does not mess with concussions right now whatsoever. No. So he he'll probably he'll, he'll probably just, be out. But if he's playing, this just that it just feels like this is gonna be one of those games. Um. But I again have not seen anything from the Saints to like say they can consistently put together offensive drives. Um, but then again, I never saw Green Bay do that until Thanksgiving. So <laughs> that's, that's um, I don't know what to expect from this game at this point. Hopefully, our defense can get it together. But yeah, I'll, I'll take the Lions minus four and a half just based off of uh, based off of what I've seen from both teams so far. 
Uh, I'm expecting. I'm also going to take the Lions, and I'm expecting a big bounce back game from them. I will um, take the Lions as well. Yeah, I mean lines all around. We'll we'll see uh, if they can get it done in the Superdome. Other games, I mean, I'm I'm going through some of the good ones. We got Broncos Texans. I That's like this inter- one a lot. Very interesting game. Texans are a three point favorite at Houston. Uh I'll go Houston. Uh, mm. Bounce back spot for CJ Stroud here after that disappointing loss last week against Jacksonville. I'll take Houston. I minus a three. I will take uh I will take the Texans as well. Um Texans are just playing with house money at this point. They did not expect to be here at this point. You could kind of tell by the reaction D'Amico Ryan's had after they just barely missed that field goal. It was like sixty yards or something, and they just hit it off the uh hit it off the goalpost and just missed it. So I mean, as long I, I think they know that they got nothing to lose and they're playing like it and I mean as long as they continue to play like that and continue to be good, I think they're going to keep on winning games. So give me, give me Houston. Mm. I'll take Houston as well. Oh, this one's kind of tough. Um, I just don't see the only thing that's stopping me from picking the Broncos is the fact that they have won five straight games, and that feels like that has to end at some point. And I think it's going to end at Houston. I think they're. Uh, the Texans are going to bounce back and win this game, though. Okay. Next up, we got the Colts at the Titans. Colts are a one-point favorite at – this is – I mean, the Colts mm-hmm. are a good team. I'm kind of surprised those numbers are that low, to be honest with you. The Titans aren't a very good team. Colts are kind of fighting for playoff position here. Uh, I, I don't know. At the Titans, I'm going to go Titans in this spot. I'm going to go a little bit of an upset special wow. here. So um, give me Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to make this easy. Um, I love this Colts defense. They've been playing pretty good so far throughout this year. They have been playing. They, they're they usually consistently good. Um, and, yeah, uh, I haven't seen enough from Tennessee yet to prove that they can, again, string together consistent drives on a pretty good defense like Indianapolis. So, yeah, give me the Colts to win this one. Um, I'm going to also take the Colts. Ahead. I don't really know what to say about this game. <laughs> uh, Jay was kind of reading my mind. I like a sneaky Tennessee upset here. Um, I mean, this, this game was already close on the spread, but yeah, give me Tennessee. Um, yeah. All right. Well, you get Jack and I. Are yeah, not really. Honestly, not really. Like to talk about. I mean, we got no. Gardner Minshew and Will Levis yeah, quarterback matchup. So, not really. This this news. There's this one o'clock slate is just not very good. Can we talk about the Steelers and the Cardinals? Uh, yeah. I mean, we can go the Cardinals Steelers. Uh, oh, oh God! I mean, I don't know. That's six points. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually only disgusting. six points. Give the honestly, over in this game I was a betting man. I'd probably take the Cardinals. Because the Cardinals, really, six? really, Cardinals are bad. They I have don't. not won a game on the road yet this year. I'll take the Steelers, I guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm going to take the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to take the under the on this game as well. Is the standard. <laughs> I am taking the under on this and what, game. What comes as well. with the standard is the standard <laughs> is you play down to your competition. So <laughs> I at home. At home too is crazy. Mike Tell on the road, not great, but at home he's uh the standard is the standard. <laughs> we do not care. Steelers. There you go. I'm also taking the Steelers. I <laughs> you just heard your book. I hit the my MacBook. <laughs> Knocking wood and broke his hand. Um I think the Steelers 
I've been optimistic about them pretty much all year, right Love alongside you, Jack. Love you. I, uh, for no reason. For no particular reason. Um, it's the standard. It's the standard. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't see why. The fact that you're worried about this game. Okay. Is... <laughs> I, I don't know. That I, is really concerning. That's I, concerning. I had a hot start to this episode where I was like, I was like Steelers all the way. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And then I thought about it. The fact believe. that we haven't scored 400 yards. I mean, not scored, but we haven't got 400 yards since 2020. Listen, it's a new team, though. I don't. It is, isn't it? I'm, I'm taking the Steelers. I just don't know. I we've played down to our competition too much, like in recent memory, where six points is just. I can't believe the Steelers might be in four. Like, I'm sorry, that's like. It hey. It just speaks to the coaching job uh, Mike Tomlin's done, but like I don't know this. They, this ten, and, ten and four, actually, honestly, their next four games. Uh, they host Arizona, they host New England, they go to Indy, and then they host the Bengals. Oh we God. might be looking at in an eleven and four Pittsburgh Steelers team. That was ridiculous. Is that a flashback of twenty twenty or uh, Oh yeah, we were eleven. Oh, uh, were we eleven and four? No, we were. We finished twelve and four. We were eleven and three because we dropped three straight how, after starting eleven and zero. How does Mike Tomlin keep on getting away with this? I don't understand. Because he's just one of the greatest coaches. I don't get of all it. Time. <laughs> this guy, like. Oh. It, it this baffles me that this guy can consistently churn out five hundred nine and like nine and eight seasons eleven and five with this group that he has here. This roster is, isn't very good. I'm gonna it's be not. Here, the defense <laughs> That's the crazy has, part. Look, you got T.J. Watt. I mean, went healthy. Got a very good front. Yeah, T.J. Watt. Yeah, Highsmith. But like Minka's coming back. Highsmith. This is not a very good roster. I'm gonna be honest. Stop with you, Jack. there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and they're still JPJ. they're gonna be eight and four. I can't believe that. Um, Legit opportunity to be, like I said, 11 and 4. On to the late slate. I guess we can dive into the 49ers-Eagles. Eagles are or, uh, 49ers are a three-point favorite at the link. I was going to – I'm going to go Philly in this spot. Uh, the Niners, this is going to be a great game. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles here. Um, I just – I feel like getting three points at home is – little insulting, so I'm going to go with the Eagles. For one, this game should be flexed to Monday night. Um, yeah. Right now, the Monday night is Bengals-Jaguars. Um, we should use another flex for uh, that game because I really Definitely. don't feel like watching Jake Browning take on Trevor Lawrence for my Monday night. So uh, NFL, do right by us, and please put this game on Monday night. But um, I... <laughs> I think I gotta go with San Fran on this one. Like this, this is about the time in which uh, you know usually how San Francisco season goes. They'll start like five and three, and you know people start questioning whether or not they can be legit. And then they land an absolute superstar like they did in Chase Young, and then just don't lose for the rest of the season. I think we're about we're hitting that point right now for the 49ers. Again, the Eagles, uh, their secondary has been really bad uh this year they haven't been playing really well and one of the best things that san francisco is able to do is air the ball out uh and i think that's gonna end up being the reason why philly loses this game is just because they can't stop the niners passing attack and yeah give me the niners to win this one um i hmm, i think that i also might lean towards the 49ers for this game. So the way that I'm looking at it is 
I don't even know how I'm looking at it, honestly. It just kind of feels like one of those games that Philly has been in so many tight games lately against so many good teams that, I don't know, I think Vegas knows something that we don't, <laughs> honestly. The Niners uh, are looking a lot better now than they were a few weeks ago when there was a little mini, mini like heart attack that some fans had about this team. I think they're back and ready to go, and I think they're also another obvious Super Bowl contender, and I think that they're going to out-duel Philly in a high-scoring game just because Philadelphia is not going to be able to stop their offense consistently. I Well, well this is hard. Um, I'm going to take Philly to keep on rolling – Moved to eleven and one. San Fran dropped to eight and four. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is game of the week. I'm has to very excited to watch this because NFC Championship rematch, and we didn't really get to see the full 49ers squad last year in the NFC oh, Championship I'm, because I'm so excited to watch the beef that goes on in this game too. Trent oh, Williams really? is probably going to be punching someone by the end of this <laughs> yeah, game. Probably. If I if 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 the game is high, if the game I is need to see as Trent Williams, up, Jason Kelsey brawl. Oh on my the 50 god! Line. I, Who do you I, got in that in that match? Trent. Yeah, me too. Trent. <laughs> I love I Jason. Trent. Jason's great. Shout out New Heights. First ballot uh, Hall of Fame center, but sure. well, Trent the, Williams the best is, center I've probably seen in my life. Trent. Trent, Trent Williams is Trent's a different man. <laughs> For sure, Definitely. it's a different beast. To the Sunday night game, the Chiefs travel to Lambeau. I mean, the Packers, like, if they win this game, they are in the thick of it in this NFC playoff hunt. Um, I still think they are right now, but the Packers come in as a six-point dog. Oh, man. I, part of me wants to take Green Bay here. I'm thinking of taking Green Bay for the spread. For the spread. I mean. Keep you know, it simple. Uh, Kansas City's the better team. Give me Kansas City. <laughs> I'm going to go KC here, too. Um, I do like Green Bay to cover, though. So I'll take Green Bay in the points, but I like Kansas City to win. I'm thinking about doing the most sickle thing possible. What? I'm gonna gonna do it. They played really well. Kansas City played really well last week. I don't know if you want in the second half. They played really well. Yeah, no, give me Kansas City. I don't know. (laughs) Kansas City around the board. I don't. Packers to cover, but I am not completely sold on Green Bay yet. I mean, I know they made the Lions look. Not great. It's mm-hmm. one game, but it's one game, and they—I don't know—beat the Chiefs is a kind of a different story than. To, Excited to see what uh, Jaden Reed can do this game. Yeah. Legacy game, sure <laughs> truly. Will. Christian Watson was on my fantasy team. He was actually doing something now. There you go. Fun. There you go. Uh, the Monday night game: Bengals, Jaguars. No Joe Burrow. This game Jaguars are so eight and a half point favorites with Joe Burrow. Um. I'll take Jacksonville. Me too. Keep it keep it simple. Jake Browning's not a legit He's quarterback. Bad. Give me uh give me Jaguars. Yeah, give me Jacksonville. Easily. I will take Jacksonville as well. Yeah. I mean uh, I, that game is gonna be Give bad. us 49ers Eagles on Monday night. Please. We don't want to watch this game, NFL. We don't yeah, want to watch this we Monday did, we night. We didn't want to watch this game. And we then, did, and now we don't. And <laughs> Joe Burrow can't throw a football. So yeah. now we don't take it away from us. Please. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of The Pile. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's show. Uh, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, actually, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll be back next week for more NFL coverage of 
week 14 as we kind of wind down the season as we as we get into winter break. So for myself, J.D. Coster, Oscar Henderson, Matt Corey, and Jack David, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great day.